Sunday, fucking Sunday. Howdy ho, you beautiful sons of bitches. How you doing, good Tarsia? Fuck yeah, we on here, baby. How we going? What's the goss? What's happening? What's been going down in the streets? We've all been locked down. Not too much has been happening, you know. We're all stuck inside. It's like, what have you been up to? It's like, well, I watched Friends for the fifth fucking time. Did you know they've got it on Stan? Wow, that's fascinating. You know, man, this, this is fucking nothing to do. Except, well, hey, I get to make content, which is great. As Gary V says, content is king. So that's always good. Um, right, we've had a pretty fucking crazy week, haven't we? When has it not been crazy? When is the fucking news cycle boring? Everyone's like, well, Trump's not in anymore, so it's not as exciting. I don't agree. I think it's still exciting, but it's exciting in a different way. You just don't have, you know, QAnon raiding the Capitol thinking that there's fucking, you know, children being kept underground when Nancy Pelosi's, Pelosi's eating them. And, you know, there's T-Rexes, you know, stomping around down there with all the children. Might not be exciting in that way, but it's still exciting, you know. And one of those exciting stories is Katie Hopkins. What's going on? She's in a bit of trouble. She's in so much trouble that she got kicked out of the country. She was acting a fool. It's funny because Katie Hopkins finally got a taste of her own medicine. She's always calling migrants cockroaches. And as soon as she migrates to uh, Australia... She gets kicked out. She got the Mortine sprayed on her. Um, so let's let's take a look as to why she was here in the first place. Why was she here? And when she came, people weren't very happy. They didn't love that she was in the country. So, um, Caitlyn Jenner? What the fuck? So, the far-right commentator who is known for her controversial views was brought into the country ahead of filming for Channel 7's Celebrity Big Brother, alongside Caitlyn Jenner, what? who also arrived last week. Um, so, she was here for Big Brother. Can I ask something? Who the fuck is watching Big Brother? Who watches that shit? It's not, it's not even that good. It's like, it, the peak of that show was in 2003. Then after that, it was like, who cares? So she was here filming Big Brother, right? I remember when she was here, not many people really gave a fuck because it was like, yeah, whatever. She's here just doing a show. And then she started to break the quarantine rules within the hotels, and that's when people got pissed off. And she's like, hello. She, she'd do these like Instagram feeds and stories where she's like, hello, I'm Katie Hopkins. I'm in Australia and I'm here to do the hotel quarantine and I'm going to show you how it doesn't work. She's got this real kind of like irritating British way of talking. I know it's the British accent, but she's got these big fucking lips. Sorry, Mike. I do that every fucking time. I always hit the mic, you know. Must be fucking irritating for the listeners. But anyway, she's got these big lips, so she make, makes her talk like this. Hello, I'm Katie Hopkins. 
Hello, I'm in Australia, and today I was naked when I opened the door to a police officer when he um tried to knock on the door to to my hotel room where I'm stuck in quarantine. Australia is going through a lockdown, and the lockdowns are the biggest hoax to Western civilization. It's how she talks. She's got these big lips. Katie Hopkins, you know, she talks, and she looks like a chimpanzee. She looks like a chimp. You know, if, if a chimpanzee dressed up in drag and started to film itself, you'd have Katie Hopkins. That's what she looks like. You know, this bitch comes into Australia, she stirs the pot, and even, even Barnaby Joyce was pissed off. And, you know, he, he's there doing an interview with ABC with that fucking hat that looks like a flying saucer. And look, Barnaby loves a good blonde. But even he ain't touching this bitch with a 10-foot pole, all right? That's how pissed off he was, you know? That's how controversial she is, you know? So, Katie Hopkins was fucking around in quarantine. She's like, oh, I'm going to show you how the rules are faulty. Um, so, she was fucking around. It stirred some controversy. In fact, it didn't just stir controversy. Controversy? Controversy? However you want to fucking say it. I don't know. English language is complicated, but you get my point. She comes in, she whips up all this outrage on Twitter. Everyone's like, sign the petition to kick her out. Now, this is the part that I want to get to. I don't usually support people being kicked out if they're like a commentator or whatever. Like if they're a terrorist or some shit and, you know, they want to, you know, do 9-11 on, you know, Center Point Tower, then yeah, get them the fuck out of here. But if they're like someone like, you know, uh, Gavin McInnes or Milo Yiannopoulos, however you say his fucking name, or Katie Hopkins, usually I, I look at it and I go, okay, a lot of people might not agree with them and they have fans here, but I still think they're allowed in the country. Now, if they come in and they're breaking laws and they're causing chaos and they're fucking things up for everyone that's a different discussion i understand katie hopkins has a lot of fans i know she's loved by many i don't know why but hey i can't talk i'm a sh i love alex jones i think he is amazing to listen to i just think he's fucking hilarious i got no hate for that guy so i'm not really i can't really be throwing stones at glass houses when i live in one big motherfucking glass bottle you know what i mean so, I don't understand why, on a usual basis, when there's no pandemic, crisis, whatever you want to fucking call it, call it, you know, I called it a pandemic, but people got pissed off with me about that, so I'm like, hey, whatever word you want to use, let's use a fucking word, regardless is a problem. So, we'll go with crisis, right? If there wasn't a crisis with this shit, I would just be like, just let her come in. Who gives a fuck? Let her do what she wants to do. Like, you know, look, obviously if she's like, you know, going around on the streets, you know, lynching Muslims or some shit, then yeah, you've got a problem. But if she's just coming in, running her fucking mouth, who cares? Who gives a shit? I don't think Gavin McInnes or Milo Yiannopoulos should have been banned. And I don't, I don't even listen to him. I think Gavin's funny but, and Milo's funny, but, you know, I, I don't think, it doesn't matter if you agree with him or not. I think... Banning people and censoring people, it turns into this slippery slope and, you know, you might not agree with what they say, but... 
Let him experience Bondi Beach, you know? I don't know if that actually second thought. I don't know if that's a great idea, because, you know, they come into Bondi Beach and they see all the backpackers, then, you know, they're going to have a fucking stroke of rage. They're not going to be happy. They're going to see some Brazilian backpacker being like, I go to work today to go work at the bucket list so I can pay the rent for the hostel that I am staying at. And then, you know, Katie Hopkins sees that. She's like, oh my God, has anyone got a gun? Oh no, we can't get guns here in Australia because they're banned. If I had a gun, then I might shoot that Brazilian man who was taking over the country. So, you know, shit like that can happen. Violence can ensue. But... The day has been saved because she's gone. So, here are my thoughts on Katie Hopkins being banned. Before I was babbling on, on before like a fucking moron. But hey, what else do you expect? Welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show, bitch. But my point is, is that on a usual basis, if there was no COVID, no crisis, no everyone was fine, we didn't need to do this quarantine shit, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, who cares? Let it come in. Who gives a fuck? But... The fact that we have, like, I think it's in the thousands. Yeah, it's in the thousands. The, the fact that we have thousands of Aussies stranded overseas. They're fucking everywhere, and they can't come in because, you know, we got the guy who, you know, from the, we got, we got Scott Morrison, a guy who looks like he came straight off the fucking cover of Operation the Board Game. You know, that fucking guy's running the country. And Australians are fucking stranded overseas, they can't get in. Yeah, they know the whole hotel quarantine system's faulty, but they don't give a fuck. They just want to see their families. But they don't get the first priority. Who gets the first priority? This fucking chimpanzee-looking bitch, Katie Hopkins, gets the first priority, and she's coming in and she's acting like a fucking goofball. So if you want to act like a goofball during the lockdown, whether you agree with the lockdowns or not, whatever, you can. I think we can all agree it's a stressful time. If you want to come in and you want to fuck with an already faulty hotel quarantine system, and you're like, oh, Australia are acting like idiots, I'm going to prove why, and then you get backlash and the law wants to kick you out of the country, don't come back and say they're just a bunch of snowflakes. Listen, Katie, I know you look like the evil twin of Ellen DeGeneres, and the fact that you're considered as the evil twin to Ellen DeGeneres, that's a fucking milestone. Whoever's considered the more evil than Ellen DeGeneres, you know, the, the, the fucking woman that was chasing, you know, her segment producers with chainsaws, you know, that fucking bitch. If you're getting considered more evil than Ellen, I don't know what to tell you. It ain't good. It ain't great. It's not exactly a medal of honor I'd be fucking wearing. But hey, look, Katie's very much like, we need to have tougher immigration, you know, tougher migration. The, you know, migrants coming in and they're cockroaches and they're fucking things up. I don't know if she swears, but you get my point, right? She does that shit. And then she is a migrant. She's, she's finally a migrant. She's finally a cockroach. She comes in, right? She acts like a fucking, she's acting like a clown, and then she gets kicked, gets kicked out, and she's like, oh, these snowflakes, these snowflakes. How do you think the fucking immigrants feel, you know? How do you think they fucking feel, you know? Regardless of what your border policy views are, I think we can all agree, you know, if you come in here and you're acting like a fucking idiot and you're breaking laws, pack your shit, get out of here. Sorry. Like, especially during a, a, a pandemic, lockdown, whatever you want to fucking call it. I don't know. I called it a, 
I called it a pandemic, and some guy's like, it's not a pandemic. Whatever word you want to use, there's a thing called a fucking dictionary. We can look it up. Whatever words, you know, makes your fucking boat float, whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever the fuck that saying is, I don't know. You get my point. God, everyone's so fucking outraged. You know? Do you want to... You, you, you got to pick, right? You got to pick between her and Ellen DeGeneres. Do you want some sociopathic narcissist that dance with war, dances with war criminals on a talk show? Or do you want some, you know, chimpanzee-looking bitch who just says dumb shit? Who do, you, who do you want in the country? It's a tough choice. I don't know how to pick. Two psychotic blondes who, you know, come after they see people suffering. That's a tough choice. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. I don't know. I was, uh, I was, I was mixed on it, but now, given the circumstances... And, you know, the fact that she's testing the waters, trying to whip up some outrage, and she's like, what a bunch of snowflakes. Like, no, bitch, you did this to yourself, all right? You did this to yourself. Now, she's controversial, and for people listening, being like, who the fuck is Katie Hawkins? Let's read out some of her controversies, because they ain't great. Okay, her views on Islam. She says, Islam disgusts me. Um, she is in favor of a burqa ban and has labeled Islamic culture as homophobic. Um, you know, look, I'm not, I don't agree with everything that, she, that she's saying, but hey, I think we can all agree, you know, there are parts of certain cultures which can be problematic, you know, but hey, it is what it is. Um, don't agree with her, but um, stating that a Muslim mafia controlled areas of Britain. Okay, so she wants to lynch Muslims. All right, we get it. Um, white genocide. Hopkins promotes the anti-Semitic white genocide conspiracy theory. She has contended that immigration and multiculturalism are intended to make white people minorities. Yahoo News reported that her intention was to expose the white genocide happening to farmers in South Africa. She also visited South Africa to report on anti-white racism. This woman loves identity. Um, I don't know enough about that. I don't know enough about the South African aspect to all this, but white genocide, you know, this any time... It comes to like my race is more superior or my race is more of a victim or whatever. Look, some people got it tough, you know. I don't think white genocide as a whole. Come on, what are we doing? Um, what else? Migrants. Here we go. This is what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Hopkins wrote a column in the sun comparing migrants to cockroaches and feral humans and said they were spreading like the norovirus. She wrote, the gunships should be used to stop migrants from crossing the Mediterranean. Uh, her remarks were obviously condemned by, you know, the UN, all these people. Yep. Um... Yeah, so she wants, she can't, you know, come or have an orgasm unless she's seeing migrant boats being blown to smithereens by a fucking cannon from a Royal Navy ship. Right, well that's fucking weird. 
She um so she doesn't love migrants. Okay, so I can understand. Oh shit, move the camera a little bit. I can understand why she ain't loved. I don't agree with her. I think she sounds like a fucking moron. Um, but hey, look. You came in, you're what you were called a cockroach, you know, you were a migrant trying to get into a country, you fucked around, you got kicked out, now you got a taste of your own medicine, which was the Mortine spray. Alright? Next time you come over, Katie, I'm going to request that the Australian Defence Force has a few SAM missiles locked onto your aircraft, and we shoot you out of the sky. Won't be fun, but... You gotta put things to the test. So if you have ideas, as Dave Rubin says, let's put them to the test. Let's shoot you out of the fucking sky. That'll be a lot of fun. Hope you weren't a parachute. Anyway, let's move on. What else is happening in this country? What else is happening in this world? Israel is acting a fool. They've God, they've, they're, they're spying on everyone. Um, so it's been exposed that Israel has private Israeli spyware used to hack the cell phones of journalists, activists worldwide. Shit, dog. Right. So from all the money that they got from the US and all the support... Uh, and all the privileges they were given, they finally got onto the same level as the US. So they must be trying to kill Edward Snowden as well. Well, that's not great. Okay. You know, I've always said this, and I'll say it again. Israel is like that bratty, neurotic teenage girls, you know, one of those teenage girls, you know, the one who gets everything off of daddy. Uh, and daddy's the US. And this little teenage neurotic girl wants a sweet 16th and she'll kick, she'll scream until daddy, being the US, will go, well, hey, you just murdered the dog the other day. And then that little teenage girl goes like, yeah? Well, it'll teach Milo and any other of those dogs sniffing around here that this is my land. I don't give a fuck who I gotta kill. And then the daddy just goes, honey, there's, there's blood everywhere. We gotta dig another grave. You gotta stop killing our dogs over property. Well, it's better mine than theirs, those fucking terrorist pieces of shit. That's what Israel's like. They're like that spoiled little teenage girl who kills the family dogs. Because they don't like the dogs coming to, you know, lick them in their room. And daddy just lets them get away with whatever. Daddy's the US. That's what this is like. You know, it's it's like affluenza. It's like, they're like, you know, the rich kids are like, I'm really rich, so i got to commit crime. Oh, that's all right. We'll let you off. You got affluenza. That is what affluenza is. Israel has a high fucking case of affluenza. They got that shit. The US letting you know Israel do what it want, do what it wants is like you know it's like when you see those rich kids running over old grandmas. They just commit crimes, kill a few people, get.
get some shit for it. And then they go back to their master bedrooms and snort cocaine in their bedrooms. No consequence, no nothing. That's what Israel does. And now they've been caught spying on people. Fuck. Dude, everyone's always worried worried about, you know, the Russians. They're hacking everything. They're coming on in our, in our uh, democracy. They're, 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 you know, it's always Russia, Russia this, Russia that. Ooh, they might be under your bed. Ooh, Vladimir Putin might have fucked your wife. Ooh, Vladimir Putin might have gotten you fired. Ooh, Vladimir Putin might have made your milk go, go out of date. Ooh, Vladimir Putin might be responsible for your divorce. Ooh, Vladimir Putin might be the reason you got to pay child support. All this bullshit. It's just this Russia scare tactic. Why doesn't anyone look at the US? I understand how everyone's like, you know... Oh, Russia hacked the, the, the 2016 election, which has been proven bullshit, and it is bullshit. Don't at me. You know I'm fucking right. Robert Mueller knows I'm right. He proved that it was all bullshit, and now I'm saying it's bullshit, so we're both fucking right. So, the fact that the media still doesn't shut the fuck up, CNN, MSNBC about, oh my god, the Russians, and they're hacking. Dude, look at what the fuck, look what Israel's doing. Look what we've allowed them to do. They're out of hand. They're, they're, they're fucking, you know, waterboarding and bombing Palestinians and spying on everyone's fucking phones and no one bats an eye. No one gives a fuck. They've become the thing they hate, which is the Gestapo. They put the, the Jews, you know, the Jewish government being Israel. God, I'm going to get so much fucking hate for what I'm about to say, but fuck it. You know, it is what it is, all right? It's just a fact. The Israeli government which is based on a Jewish religion, is now becoming the thing they hate. They just outdid the fucking Gestapo. And I'm not saying you can't have cybersecurity, but, you know, you get to a point where you're tapping in on, you know, people's fucking Snapchats and Instagram DMs, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Jesus. I mean, I'd be fucking terrified to be one of these people getting spied on. Wouldn't they have access to their browsing history and shit? I mean, it's not great getting spied on in the first place, but do you want some Israeli Mossad agent who drowns kids in a black torch room getting to see what category you wank to most? Is You don't think that's a little bit disturbing? Some, some agent from the Mossad who fucking electrocutes some fucking pregnant woman is now going to know who your favorite porn star is. That's a little bit fucked up. I'd be disturbed by that. You know? Hey, but who knows? You know what? Who who knows? Maybe there is hope. Maybe if you're lucky enough and you play your cards right, you could get money from the Israeli Secret Service and you could start up a private island where you could fly over billionaires like Bill Clinton 26 times and, you know, you could fuck kids and have a party. That's what Israel can do for you. So play your cards right. And maybe, maybe if you do that, you won't get spied on. You will be the spy, all right? Join the team. Worked out for Epstein well. You know, listen, but CNN, MSNBC, if you're listening to this, I really hope you are. You're probably not. I don't know. I don't give a shit. But this is my message. This is the message from the, uh, from the InfoWars. Alex Jones, Bron Stelter, he looks like a pedophile. But you get my point. Look, CNN, MSNBC, for fuck's sake, let the Russia shit go. Let it go. 
You ever seen Frozen when Elsa's like, let it go, let it go, don't look back anymore, let it go, let it go, don't look back anymore. I don't know if that's the lyrics, but you get my point. Let it go, don't look back anymore, baby. All right? Robert Muley, okay, you gotta let this Trump Russia shit go, okay? Mueller proved you wrong. Alright, he was your sugar daddy to feed your own narcissism. Right down your fat fucking throats. I'm looking at you, Brian Stelter. He shoved your own narcissism right down your throat and you were proven wrong. And now you're choking on it with that fat neck you got. You know what? Focus on Israel. Or go back and work on one of the deep fries at Popeyes, whatever the fuck you were doing before you were working at CNN. Shit's over. Forget about it, alright? Israel is the problem. You think Russia's interfering with the election? You know, that's, that's the last fucking place I'd look. I'd be looking at Israel. I'd be looking there. You know? It's just... I don't know, this is the this is the narrative now. <sighs> I really hope the camera didn't catch that. Um, <clears throat> I had to fix up my track pants, which looked like I was playing with me Johnson, which I was not. Hey, I know that's a weird thing to admit, but we're family here. Sorry about the sirens, man. But um, I was not jacking off, let me tell you that. I was not jacking off. Hey, someone's going to say something or else someone's going to be like, what were you doing at uh, 23 minutes? What were you doing there? It's like, all right. I wasn't, yeah, you get my point. Anyway, back to what was I talking about again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Brian Stelter's fat neck. Um, has anyone asked if Gal Gadot was a secret spy in Hollywood? Bring back the days of McCarthy. She, she's probably like a sleeper agent. Why has no one asked that? Where's Joe McCarthy when you need him? She, she's out there singing Imagine while the whole country's burning. She's succeeding, I would say. Maybe she's behind why America is burning to the ground, you know? And she's singing about it. She's singing Imagine while businesses are being destroyed and the economy's being, you know, fucking knackered. And she's singing Imagine. Do I need to provide you any more evidence? She's an Israeli secret spy for fuck's sake. Look at her. She, she was in the Israeli army, so that's my evidence, but yeah. You get my point. You get my point. It's hard to prove nowadays, but I believe she is part of the communist regime. We need to bring back Joe McCarthy. He did great things. Like put people out of work. He's the OG cancel culture, by the way. Pay your respects. That's what I say. Yeah. <clears throat> Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Let's talk about Freedom of Speech. And the online safety bill. Um, right. So I made a video. Did you do you know I do did, did you know I, I do that? Do you know I make videos and I put them on YouTube just just in case you forgot? So I'm better yeah, so I made a I made a video and I put it on YouTube. That's 
kind of what I do. Um, just in case you didn't know and you're watching this and you haven't seen the, you know, six six or five other episodes before this, but I'm just giving you a rundown. You get my point. Anyway, so I made a video about the online safety bill. Um, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit further because I felt like something was missing. Well, I won't say missing, but yeah, we'll go with missing. I'm trying to look for another word, but I can't seem to expand my vocabulary at this very moment. I want to make something crystal motherfucking clear. And that is the LNP caring about online safety and offensive speech is like if Ted Bundy cared about women's rights. You see what I mean? See what they what I what I my theory is not even a theory. This is this is what I'm leaning towards towards reality, right? None of this is about sensitivity. None of this is about making sure little Timmy doesn't get offended when some fucking Randy on Twitter calls his mother a whore. They don't care about that. They don't care about kids getting offended. They don't care about you know. SBS journalists getting bullied over a fucking dumb blog that they made. They don't care about that. They don't care. You know what they care about? Power. It's about power. I honestly think it's about power. And they're just using, you know, these fuckers use sensitivity to seem morally righteous. But, you know, if they, if they really had a chance, they'd throw you in the back of a van and they'd torture you. They don't give a fuck. You know, like... There are people in the government who really relish in the idea of full-scale authoritarianism. Authoritarianism, however you say that word. It's starting to sound like George Bush. What I'm saying is, is that there are people on a whim, there are people who would do full authoritarianism, oh, fuck, tolerant. <laughs> I'm trying to make a point, and I can't even get the fucking word out. Because it's a long word. Authoritarianism. There are people in the government. Can you... St ben, stop interrupting yourself. Let me fucking carry on. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Couldn't even get the word out. Alright. Let me make my point. If I may. There are people in the government right now that if they had the choice to sign something where they got complete control and made the country into a full or authoritarianistic, tyrannical society, roll with that, they would. They'd do it. If they could make this place into a dictatorship, they'd fucking do it. Right? They'd be willing to sign a law that gives them full control. John Barilaro, John Barilaro, you know? Looks like he's eating too many garlic breads and, you know, he couldn't run off the parmesan cheese. But, you know, you give him too much control, then we're all fucked. And this is just step one or step two. I'd say step fucking four. Look what, look what he's already done. There are guys like that who want tanks rolling down the streets and, you know, identity checks and military checkpoints. That's what they want. Guys like John Barilaro want that. Yeah, sure, he might be thin-skinned, he probably is, but I would say on a different level, he's also like, I don't want speech getting out there that's going to make me look corrupt, because I know I am corrupt. 
So I feel like he's using the whole, oh, it's offensive and it's mean as a, as a fucking skin, as a coat, as a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a farce, it's bullshit. He's just using that to cater towards the culture war, you know? You know, the ones who demand censorship because they fear the dangers of free speech, I'm talking about TYT, ABC, The Project, and all these other blue checkmark fuckwads, you know? They don't understand that censorship censorship can be used for the wrong reasons. Like, you don't think the government is going to use this culture war between, you know, the so-called left and right to their advantage? You, you think they give a... Do you honestly think the liberal government gives a fuck about whether or not, you know, some film critic on Twitter used the word faggot? Do you think they care about that? You think Josh Frydenberg is concerned and stays up at night about, you know, he's thinking about Lee Sales getting bullied on Twitter? Do you think he... think? Do you honestly think he that, that, that plays in his mind? You think Peter Dutton stays up at night warring and can't get sleep because, you know, some fucking immigrant, you know, going to UNSW, studying engineering, is getting bullied on 4chan by neo-Nazis? Do you think Peter Dutton stays up and thinks about that? No! I don't give a fuck! You know, they're a government. They don't give a shit. They just want control. That's what this is about. They don't care about, you know... Someone getting called a fucking slur or, you know, someone getting bullied. They don't give a shit. They're not, you know, sitting around in their mansions with their six-figure incomes, seven-figure incomes being like, hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm comfortable with Lee Sales getting called a fake journalist. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. No! They don't give a shit. They're just a government. They want control. And they're using this culture war and, you know, the, all of this just to get control. It's kind of our fault. Now, when Clementine Ford, when she, you know, when she gets confused with those incestual farmers from Dubbo, she's going to think it's an insult when really it's her choice of clothing that causes confusion amongst people. You know, the only thing that's going on in Scott Morrison's mind is cricket. Knowing whether, you know, there are only a couple of things on Scott Morrison's mind. It's cricket, knowing whether or not he's going to shit himself again, and what car he's going to make. He's a simple man. But one thing he ain't thinking about is cyberbullying. He ain't Chelsea Handler suddenly becoming concerned about white privilege. No. He doesn't give a shit. Power. Money. And, what, you thought I was going to say hose? No. No, I was going to say coal. Power, money, and coal is all the libs care about. And they're getting all fucking three. Right? The, the, the trend of political correctness and the culture war on both sides. Yes, we're all responsible. Shut the fuck up. Doesn't matter. You know I'm right. Since we've been fighting, the libs saw an in. This has nothing to do with political correctness or culture. It has to do with power and they're using PC culture to make it seem like they care. I wish I said that in the original video, but as time goes on, your thoughts expand, your minds expand, and that's just that's just the way of the world. That's what happens, right? I still think it's bullshit when comedians get called out for hate speech when they're just telling jokes. I still think I, I agree. I agree with a lot of what I said, but I just wish I included this part in being like they don't care about politically correct speech. They just care about power. 
It's all that is on their minds, right? Do you think John Barillaro cares about farmers? No. He doesn't give a fuck. You know, do you think his daughter cares about respecting border policy? No. Fuck no. She's probably going to go and get white girl wasted and then buy a bag of coke. And if she can only achieve that by doing, you know, you know, doing the wrong thing with border policy and breaching COVID laws, she'll fucking do it. She'll do it. These people are frauds. They don't care. They don't sit around caring about your safety. They don't give a shit. They could put all the COVID bodies into a fucking hole. They do it. They don't have empathy. You know, everyone's like, yeah, but Gladys Berejiklian gets bullied on Twitter. And now she's concerned about cyber safety. You're telling me the woman who is responsible for turning, for turning koala habitats into our Fallujah like, the, like it's in Iraq suddenly cares about cyber safety, the, the, the woman who is responsible for land clearing deals that is ruining the fucking environment suddenly cares about cyber safety. You know, while you're at home trying to not get evicted during this lockdown, she's earning six figures. She's driving a Mercedes Benz. And all of a sudden, what people think that she, she, she's so concerned about cyber safety. Hmm. I hope she signs that bill. So, you know, uh, Abby Chatfield doesn't get bullied by anti-vaxxers. No! She's putting koalas into fucking Abu Ghraib. Do you think this woman cares about safety? Don't give a shit. Don't care. Don't give a fuck. I'm really outraged today, people. I ain't happy. A lot of dumb shit's going on in the country at the moment. God damn it. Ah, <clears throat> oh. oh, You know, I had something else that I was going to talk about, but I saw something this morning where I'm like, we need to talk about this shit because this has got to stop. Now, I don't know if this is about power or them actually being concerned, but we're going to talk about Instagram. Filtering offensive content. So let's let's take a look. Let's look this up real quick. I saw there's an article on it. Let's, let's look. Uh, all right, let's take a look at this. Okay, Instagram adds sensitive control options for the Explore tab. Does Instagram tell us that they're doing this? No. Instagram is making it easier to control how much sensitive content appears in the Explore tab. Yay, I'm so happy about that. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. It is now up to you to leave the tailored collection of public photos, videos, reels, and stories as is, or adjust the new sensitive content control bar to see more or less of certain types of posts, including those that don't break the platform's rules, but could prove distressing to some to think sexually suggestive or violent images. So essentially, they're concerned about what is going to offend you on Instagram. What? Are you... Like, I'm going to let Mark fucking Zuckerberg, that fucking robot who can't even drink a glass of water properly, 
And I'm going to let him tell me what I can and can't say. I'm going to let some CIA sellout filter out what's appropriate for me. Who are you? My mum and dad? Get the fuck out of here. You're a grown-ass adult telling other grown-ass adults what's appropriate for them. And that is insane to think that now that's deemed as normal. Right? Letting other adults saying, hmm, no, this is offensive. This might get your feelings hurt. Fuck off. Get out of here. You know, you, Mark, you sell data to the CIA, you interfere with elections, you censor people because the government tells you to, and now you're worried whether or not people are going to be offended. Really? You're sitting there, uh, you know, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, but this is a good thing, it means we have safe spaces and no one gets their feelings hurt. Then go and get molested by Michael Jackson or George Pell. It'll toughen you the fuck up. Make it grow up a little bit. Like, come on, are you joking? I don't need Mark Zuckerberg and Instagram telling me what's, you know, what's appropriate, what's not, what's gonna happen. Oh, dear Lord. Did you see that post that had a swear word in it? Did you see? Listen, you got all these babes on Instagram. And I, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, I'm not complaining about this. You got all these babes on Instagram who are extremely attractive, flaunting off their fucking rack and, you know, their asses. And, you know, what if little boys see that shit? Hmm? Think about that. What if they see that? Is that offensive sexual content? Because if I was 12 years old and I, and I saw that, I'd be on my fucking knees wanting to give Mark Zuckerberg a blowjob for exposing me to these gorgeous women. But now I'm 24 and I'm a more mature man. So I don't ask for blowjobs from big tech overlords anymore. I'm a more mature man. I need to do that shit. I don't need to do that. All right. So, we are going to work through big tech censorship. Sound like one of those guys who runs like a tech podcast. You know how they talk really slowly? And they're like, so you created a social network where family members can share photos of what it was like at a Christmas lunch. That's what we're this. That's what that's what we're gonna become. I think. I don't know. I'm confused. I think I'm gonna become like Alex Jones in the next moment. I'm gonna become like you know one of those guys with the tech podcast being like today at CNET. Uh, they announced that uh, robots will now be used as blow up sex dolls. So if you haven't lost your virginity yet, sky's the limit. All right, kids, your boy's out of here. But let me just say this. Thank you for listening. I love y'all. You know, y'all are the best. Thank you for listening to it. As always, I will catch your beautiful asses on Mondays, Fridays, and Sundays. We never miss a beat. Never miss beats here, people. We get shit done. We, uh... Talk about all the stuff that no one's willing to talk about because there's too many bloody snowflakes. Too many snowflakes. Too many snowflakes kicking, kicking Katie Hopkins out of Australia. Huh? What's wrong with them, eh? 
I know she's coming in breaking the laws. I know she's trying to throw Muslims into her own personal Abu Ghraib, but what? What, are you too soft? Hey, you need Mark Zuckerberg to filter out the content for you? Nah, let her do what she wants. I don't care if she pulls an AR-15 and goes on a shooting rampage in fucking Campbelltown, right? That's, that's, she, just don't be a snowflake. What are you, a snowflake, hey? It's probably what, you know, everyone on 2GB's thinking, man, like, they you know, these lefty loonies, these lefty greeny loonies kicking Katie Hopkins out. What do they do that for? You know, bloody, some Stalin style, you know, Mao's a dong kind of shit. Kicking Katie out. She's a nice woman. I mean, you know, I've seen her stab a few Asians, but that's all right. You know, I could handle it. I'm tough. So, yeah, Katie's gone. We're getting told what's offensive and what's not. Uh, the Liberal government is not staying up at night, being concerned about you know what some fucking boomer said on Facebook. No one cares. They don't care. They just saw how we're acting like children and they fucking bought in on it. So, great work to us. Whatever. We're all complicit. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's got it right in this world. You know? We go on social media, we look at other people and we think, why can't I just be like them? Well, you don't want to be because everyone's got their own problems. You figure it out. That's life, that's life, like Frank Frank Sinatra said. So yeah, kids, I love you all. I'm going to catch your beautiful asses next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, and stay safe out there. Keep it real, and don't let the bad bitches bring you down. Laters.